following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good day, good whenever you're listening to Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Kunin filling in for Fred Penny here for a little bit in the morning. Sitting, I'm not even sitting in the seat of prominence. I've decided to go over to the other seat, so I'm across directly facing Mano e Mano, my uh, counterpart, my good friend Denise Dirks. Denise, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. I do, what, and what makes it so great this morning? Uh, I'm home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I traveled a little bit this week. Oh, you did? You yeah. did? Uh, for, for work or pleasure? Yes, or, uh, well. for work. Well, you, two, you two guys look like the old series you used to have called Point Counterpoint. Yes. And now Point Counterpoint. With I, a point, here's Todd Kuna. With a counterpoint, here's Denise Dirks. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you, you know, you know, I. Or on Saturday Night Live, that point counterpoint. That's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or from the old Electric Company. Remember that? Remember the Electric Company when they had the two shadows that would get together and they would send out words like, uh, op, osit, opposite, and then they would, you know, do that. Okay, flash, oh, no. flashback to uh, the little, '70s. Little after my time. Well, and that and that voice that you hear, the the all, it's it's not deity, it's not the the all the omnipresent voice, although all powerful and very talented, is Cal Hunter. Cal, how are you? Thank you, Todd. Legend in my own mind, very well. Thank you. Well, you're a legend in my mind. It's great too. to have be like great to see both of you. Yay! That's yeah, good. I good agree. To, I like seeing you guys. You know, for uh, for those of you that. Tune in regularly, and those of you who are tuning in new, uh, Todd Kunin, Denise Dirks, Fred Penny uh, is our fearless leader, who should be along shortly, I hope. And, uh, no, Fred's not going to be here today. Fred's apparently. not here today, apparently. Okay, so Fred's not going to be here today. Denise knew that. Isn't it funny that Denise knew that? You didn't know it, I didn't know it, but she did. Okay. I did. I did, I did not know, but I know that now. And, and folks, that actually leads into... And that's what counts. Uh, that's well, what communication is all about. That leads into what I was going <laughs> to say, which is we host the show, but we're all practicing attorneys, uh, Denise, uh, Fred, and myself, Cal. I just to pretend. I just give phony legal advice to anybody who asks. Well, Cal <laughs> is a veteran of the broadcast industry. He's the one that uh, basically makes it so we all work and go forward in the correct uh direction. But we're all practicing attorneys. So Denise all week has been traveling for her job and for representing clients and, and whatnot. Fred, not here this morning, but traveling again. It's all work related that we're moving around. I was back and forth to the Bay Area, uh, San Francisco Bay Area, and in and around the area that we are here. So it's not like I, I saw the other day some guy was being credited, and it says, and he's a lawyer. Well, he went to law school, never practiced law a day in his life, never did anything. It's like, okay, I get that. He's a lawyer, but we're all practicing. So, so what's that's the what difference get. between an attorney and a lawyer? I've always, often wondered. Well, you know, that's kind of like, it depends on where you're at, what the difference is. Is there a legal difference in California? Well, it's kind of like a, a verbal difference. We will say you're a lawyer if you haven't passed the bar yet. Once you pass the bar, you become an attorney. So if you have yes. your, your JR degree or whatever it JD. is, JD. JP, jurisprudence degree or whatever, if you have that, then you're a lawyer. If you pass the bar, you're an attorney. Well, that's what we say, but it's it. There's no technical difference. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I, they're they're mm. used to the suffix Esquire Esq. That used to have legal significance back right. in the 1800s, early 1900s. It doesn't now. Anybody can say Esq. and it doesn't. You're not misrepresenting yourself. The big thing here is, however you choose to refer to yourself, you cannot imply that you can provide legal services, whether whether you are being compensated or you're just advising people legally, you can't hold yourself out as a practicing lawyer. And and really, the onus is on you to make sure you're not misrepresenting what you are capable and licensed to do. Because if you do hold yourself out for that, that's a crime. And the state bar, when they find out about it, they do come after folks for that. Or they won't let you, let's say that you do something during the pendency of taking the bar and rep misrepresent your status, and they won't let you, you know, 
get your license even though you pass the bar so we have we have lawyers attorneys and the other people who cannot give legal advice and that's a paralegal correct a legal assistant paralegal those type yeah they can't give legal advice but they can help with process so are they like are they like a physician's assistant in the doctor's office where they don't really know quite as much but they're there to help just move things along kind of well, not really, because a physician, physician's assistant can do prescriptions. They can, and, and I suppose technic, technically I would say that if they were like the physician's assistant, I don't want to offend doctors out there, but oftentimes they know more than the doctor does <laughs> uh, because they're there and they see things and they keep their finger on the pulse. And there, I would imagine there are sometimes in some law firms where the paralegal may know more than the attorney if they're up on the latest law, but... They can't give the advice. They can't represent. They can't go to court. They can't That's do right. stuff. That's right. That's exactly right. Basically, form filling and that sort of thing. I'm just curious because everyone that I know who's a paralegal says, ah, 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 ah. "All I can do is show you paperwork. I can shovel paperwork your way." You know, yeah. that's about it, basically. Just yeah. a just an anecdote. When I was a young attorney, clerking for a district attorney's office, and when you're a law clerk with the DA's office, before you have taken the bar, you can become certified, and actually do trials and represent the people of the state of California, whatever, in California you can, right up until the time you get your bar results. And you can do that as long as you have a supervising attorney next to you. Well, a good friend of mine that I went to high school with was also a court reporter, and she had a lot of experience at this point. I didn't go to law school till later in life, so I was in my late 20s, and she had been a court reporter for years by that point. And I learned that if I was asking a question that was a stupid question, or if I was asking something that was going to get over uh, an objection that was going to get overruled or anything like that, I could pretty much look at the look on her face as she is doing the court reporting because she would, you know, I'd say, and objection. And she'd mm, mm, shake her head just a little bit. <laughs> she would with, look your way. Withdrawn. <laughs> and, you know, so, and I say that because there are oftentimes court reporters, court clerks and stuff. They do so much there that they're very knowledgeable. What's the uh, one thing you never want to be in contempt of in a courtroom? Contempt of clerk, right? Yeah, that's true. So the, Is that right? How can you do that? Well, the, the court can fine you. The court can even put you in jail for being in contempt of court. But if you're in contempt of clerk by treating the court clerk like something less than you are in status or being rude or doing whatever, you know... I'll be dang, that filing just got lost. <laughs> I just can't get to those transcripts. It's going to be another yeah, month. I yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, you, you do not want any favor that you could ever ask or want or anything like that. Could you let me know if this, if there's a, no, you got to go to the front desk to file that or as opposed to, all right, I'll file it here. You're in contempt of clerk. You're not going to get a break at all. So, mm. yeah, you'd be nice to your clerks. So you and they work so hard too. It's, oh, they do. Sure, they it's, do. It's yeah. you know they have to multitask. They're probably the person in the room that's doing the most multitasking. And the people who do a lot of work don't get anything for it, and that's the jury. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you get so many. You get a couple dollars a day or something. Yeah, five bucks. Five bucks a day, free parking and a meal, maybe. No, no, they no, no mail unless you're sequestered. Yes, well, so you know, there's, <laughs> there's something to hope for. Well, uh, we're coming up on our quarter hour break the first part of the quarter of the Todd Cuden can't speak English this morning not having function brain gone we'll be back after this break and we do we're going to go right into case or no case I bet Cal's got a doozy when it was only me he was going to throw me a softball and let me double my points but then Denise showed up so it's probably going to be a regular (laughs) I forgot about the parking lot dilemma that's right you did oh yeah yeah Yeah, well so Cal, take us to break. Studio trouble here at Radio Law Talk, but don't worry, there's no trouble getting through this. You can call us on the telephone. Go to radiolawtalk.com. You can figure out the phone number very easily. We'll be back. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Since 1960, Iceberg Drive-In has been a family favorite for not only our famous thick shakes with unlimited delicious flavor combinations, but also our hand-breaded onion rings, delicious fries, and signature fry sauce. The Iceberg Shake Shop is perfect for high-traffic locations such as busy strip malls, recreational amusement centers, or near theaters. We are seeking qualified franchisees in the western United States. You'll have access to not only the popular Iceberg Drive-In name, but also our procedures, buying power, and operations. Plus, receive support dedicated to your success. For more information, email franchise at icebergdrivein.com or visit our website at icebergdrivein.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose, online, with free shipping. Just go to... L-E-T-T-Y-N-Company.com. Lettyandcompany.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking. Now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. I like the Amadosa Valley. That is Armadillo. Stop whining. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Why do I feel like the stop whining (laughs) 
soundbite <laughs> is directed at me. <laughs> well, you know, if the shoe fits. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, speaking of shoes, this has absolutely nothing to do with shoes. Uh, case or no case? All right, it does, however, <laughs> have something to do with clothing. Okay, all right. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Now I take you to Hayward, California, in the San Francisco East Bay Area, home of the Mount Eden American Little League. American Little League. The league decided to use the names and logos for real Major League Baseball teams. Yankees, Red Sox, Tigers. Well, two out of three when it comes to real Major League Baseball teams. <laughs> the Tigers were abysmal this year. Anyway, and someone at Major League Baseball decided that the league, the Little League, was using the likeness and trademarks without their permission and without paying any royalties. So they immediately called up their counsel for Major League Baseball to, to see what if anything should or could be done. And so, Denise Dirks, I ask you, case. Oh, she gave me the look, Todd. <laughs> I'm sorry, Denise. I did give you the look because yeah. it's not enough information. So Hayward, uh, Mount Eden American Little League yeah. is going to get sued by the Major League Baseball t- team saying you're using our 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 logos, our trademarks, and um, because it didn't just we use the royalties. Yankees, they put they they got went and copied the Yankees jersey and put the Yankees with the big long Y on the T-shirts and all that stuff. You see, yeah. So that's that's really what this case comes down to. So will the Major League Baseball sue the uh, Eden Mount Eden Little League team to get royalties? That's a great question, isn't it? That's kind of what it comes down to, I think, as as I perceive this case. Dun, 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 and you know, dun, on this page, I have like one, two, three, four, have four other case or no cases, and all of them have a big goose egg. <laughs> Well, don't blame me. I haven't been doing well. (laughs) All right. Let's see. I think there's just not enough detail here. So it's going to be a case, and they're not competing against them, and the Major League Baseball team does not get royalties. So you think Major League Baseball loses in this case? I think they lose because it's not the same consumer at all. Well, it does seem silly that the great big big leagues would go after the little league team, but Mr. Cunin, what say you? Well, it wouldn't be the first time a major league sporting organization did something that the general public looked at and said, well, that is stupid, Petty. which makes me think <laughs> that it would be a case. I mean, look, Major League Baseball didn't really care what the fans thought back in the strike days in the 90s when they were gone for a, over a year and... You know, public PR nightmare be danged. We're going to go ahead and fight about this. And, you know, the NFL, if you ever throw a party and use the word Super Bowl as opposed to big game, you're going to get the cease and desist from them. Mention it on the radio. They come after you. Yeah. So so they, they do fight hard to protect their brand. And I suppose if I give them any justification, it would be. If somebody is using, say, the Yankees or Major League logo and then a kid gets hurt, some potential plaintiff might try to argue that they are an offshoot of the league looking for the deep pockets and then the league gets thrown into it or whatever. But that is beside the point of this case. I'm going to say it is a case and that Major League Baseball does send a cease and desist, but we don't know what's going to happen yet. I was going to ask... I was going to ask what the date was. Can you tell us that? No, I do not know. Okay, so I'm going to say that it is still pending. Okay, well, let, let me tell you what happened, and you guys can tell me how we ought to score this because I think it might be interesting. So I'm going to do this first. I'm going to put up some, some uh, a little, you know, a little, little sport music in the background so you can clap your hands and stomp your feet. If you're driving, please do so carefully. Okay. Well, it's a true scenario, but not a case. Okay. To use a Major League Baseball team name, your league would have to buy your uniforms and supplies from a Major League Baseball approved vendor that sells approved and licensed Major League Baseball products so they get their little royalty off of your logo. If not, your league cannot use the team names nor team logos. Many teams compromised by using the names. In fact, in my little league, the Mount Eden American Little League, we compromised by just putting block letters with the teams on the names but not the logos. Interesting. So that was our compromise. Uh, we had to come, and, or other leagues simply come up with their own team names instead of being the Yankees, they're the Tornadoes or what have you. So I would say that since both of you said it was a case, 
We're both wrong. Neither one of us get points. Yeah, There's my fifth goose egg. Next time, <laughs> next time, hey, I'm going to take you to Jersey. Next time, I'm going to Jersey. You're taking for, us to Jersey, all yeah. right, whatever. Yo, take, I soaked it up like a sponge. Taking you for a ride. All right. That's next time on Case or No Case, and Fred did not get any points, much to his chagrin. I didn't lose any points. He didn't fall behind anymore, either. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah. And now back to Radio Law Talk here at Todd Kunin and Denise Stokes. So... We have an update, some updates to cover. The, the rest of Radio Law Talk, I'm going to throw out a theme here. When we get into the other stories in the second hour and the third hour, and my theme is, is one word, pretext. Pretext. Remember that word, and as the stories come up, I'll talk about how those apply and how pretext applies to those things. But we've got the college admissions scandals that we've been covering here on Radio Law Talk with Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin, and other prominent, and I say prominent meaning rich people who greased the skids, paid money, did whatever to get their kids into the school of their choice, or not to get them in, but to make it so that their test scores and whatnot would be favorable to them so that they could gain admission to in cheat, some cases. To get them in, basically. Well, and, and, and actually, in the uh, Laughlin case, yes, they did grease the skids getting in as a, on a as rowers. As athletes. As athletes. So we're going to talk about the updates there, what some have been sentenced, and what prosecutors say others might expect when we come back after our bottom-of-the-hour break. So Todd mentioned pretext. My question is, is there such a thing as post-text? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. A weird question that crosses weird people's minds. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up. Don't forget, you can stream the show live at Radio Law Talk. Denise said, I don't know. She's not going to answer. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800 617 9312 800-617-9312. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack. Pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous. Help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny is on assignment. I'm Todd Kunin here with Denise Dirks. And Denise, we're just going to get right to it. What's new on the front for the college admission scandal? I see here that there is a husband and wife team. Well, team. (laughs) I got sports on the brain. You know, football season starts and my brain just goes to mush. But there's a husband and wife that were sentenced, a unique sentence in the sense that the court is going to accommodate them so they can still take care of their daughter. But what's going on with this one here? Well, they pled. There's some of the parents that pled early. Uh, this is a couple who paid $125,000 um, to get her uh, their daughter's exam scores altered so that she can get into college. Um, they each were sentenced to one month in prison, and they, as accommodation to them, they requested that 
they get to stagger their sentences, much like what Joe um, and Teresa Judice did, so that they could still take care of their, their daughter. Um, this was far less than what was requested by the prosecutors. The prosecutors wanted him to have eight-month sentence and a $40,000 fine. But what the couple actually got was, in addition to the one-month sentence, they were ordered to pay $45,000 each in fines, perform 250 hours apiece of community service, and will remain on supervised release for one year. And it looks like the court is going to accommodate them in their request to stagger their sentences. Uh, the husband, a father, wanted to serve his sentence in the correctional facility um, near Otisville, New York, while his wife is requesting to do her time near Dublin, California. So they'd be on opposite sides of the nation. It's an interesting dynamic. I've, when you read about the lifestyles of some of these people, the amount of money that they have and what they're doing, it, it's staggering. I mean, this is a guy who manages a, a company in New York. He lives in New York. He and his wife are still together. They live in, the wife and the daughter live in Aspen, Colorado. The test was set up to be taken in Hollywood, where she was going to go take the ACT test. That's where she had to go. You, you talk about where they live and opposite sides of the country. And It's not cheap to live in Aspen, Colorado, or New York, for that matter. It's not cheap to have the disposable or the income to pay proctors, what, 75000 or forty-five or whatever they paid them. Yeah, These it was 125000 total. Yeah. And so you look at all of this. It seems to me, if I'm trying to read the tea leaves in what the prosecutors are seeking for the participants. So you had Lori Laughlin. What did she pay? Was it $15,000, $20,000, somewhere along in there? For no, the... Lori Laughlin was not, paid. Not, not Laughlin. Uh, Felicity Huffman. 15000 So So Felicity Huffman paid $15,000. And didn't, and then st for her first daughter, and then felt so bad about it, she didn't do anything with her second daughter, pulled the second daughter out of that same track to help get her into a school. So it was just the one relatively small amount paid, and the prosecutor was even asking for what, only 30 days, something like that? It was a very low amount. Yeah, she pled right away. She, yes. she pretty much. I thought she showed a lot of um, dignity and grace, quite honestly, given the situation when she clearly knew what she had done wrong. She copped to it right away. Mm -hmm. She wanted to protect her family members, so she just pled. And part of her plea deal is what did actually protect her family members. And remember, her the daughter that she sought help with and accommodations for in taking the test, she actually did have some special challenges challenges yes. so but it was an impressive mea culpa in my opinion for what she did and how she did it how she showed class and said look like this was bad i'm sorry it was bad when i'm not trying to say i'm better than anybody else but, i mean i was really impressed with how she, that took a lot of character it I think, did to do that I, I think that it did i want to talk about a couple of things so what, she only got 14 days she only got 14 days which is important i think that's a note because she probably will only serve seven Six or seven days. Uh, actually, it's a federal case, so yeah. she'll do 85% of it. That's, okay. That's the federal calculation. But still, I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about on 14 days, 85% is what, 10 or 11, something like that. I was not very good in math in school. And in, <laughs> interestingly enough, just as a side note about sentencing, there is a theory out there that I believe I believe in, in that smaller sentences sometimes have more of a deterrent effect on the person who will probably never commit a crime and had no record before than a longer sentence. We talked about, I learned this in law school when, back in the 90s, and also one of the DAs that I clerked for as a law student talked about this as well. He said, if you're ever negotiating with somebody with a, as a prosecutor and the defendant Let's say you want you say you want 10 days or 15 days on a case and they come back and say, well, will you take four? Take it. Take it. Because if they go in for 14 days, any any double digit number of days, well, they go in and they get used to it. They know they're going to be there for a while. They don't even think that on 10 days they're only going to do five they just think it's a double-digit number of days. I want to get ready. I want to feel comfortable. They make friends. They have somebody that they talk to. They end up playing cards, Monopoly, doing whatever for the time they're there. And it's an inconvenience, but it feels a little bit more like camp. Right. When somebody goes in for a single-digit number of days and they know they're going in, 
they are so nervous going in and their mindset is I just want to survive this and they don't they don't eat they don't sleep very well sometimes they'll probably use the ba- the restroom very infrequently and if they do well let's just say that they probably leave constipated but they don't have to urinate they they just it, everything is backed up it's held up and it is a tough single-digit number of so days. jail shock syndrome takes place in yeah. the, the shorter. Oh. And, and and if they have to do that, yeah, agree to it, because it's going to have more of a detrimental effect, and the defense attorney thinks they've really gotten this great deal. And look, most defendants will take it and not even think that that is an issue, but it's one of those things you go with. Now, she's going in for 14 days. She'll probably make some friends to do stuff. She'll be out in 11, but it's not like this other couple that got 30, and they'll do 25 on 30. I have noticed, though, that it does seem like the prosecutors in this case are seeking harsher sentences for people the more money they paid Yes. in this. That and more culpability. If they did two or three different types of fraud or whatever to get their children in, then it seems to be more. And especially if they took and um, donated to the charity, that the alleged charity. Yes. Because if they did that, they're guilty of tax evasion. That's that's true. Right. That's true. And I think that 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 they're really the prosecutors in this. In my opinion, you have a prosecutor mentality where you just want to get them. Yeah. You just want to get them get them good. You know what I mean? And sometimes that doesn't work. I think um, kind of making the sentence fit the crime and the personality is better. If you were the judge, what would you have done? I think I done it would have done exactly what the judge did in this case and in Felicity Huffman's case. I was surprised Felicity Huffman didn't get 15 days. I thought she'd get 15 just because it was 15,000. I, I don't know. I started thinking like that, yeah. you know, because I did get into the mentality of the money issue. Well, here's a here's a question that I have. Generally speaking, in the law, the law tends to go after the people that are really the instigators of a wrongdoing. So take prostitution. They're going to punish the pimps more than the prostitute because the pimps are the ones that are really oppressing the other folks, getting them in. Both, well, that's what you hope. Both are illegal, but legally speaking, the sentences that on the books call for harsher sentences for uh, pimping and pandering than they do for prostitution. Drug offenses, harsher for the person who's the drug dealer than the drug user. And in this situation here, what I'm wondering is what are the potential sentences and what is being done about the people who approached the Laughlins, the Huffmans, this couple with these ideas, hey, we can get this done for you, that preyed upon that desire. And what's happening to the proctors that took the money? Because, oh, they're all going down. Because those folks are all what created the system that these folks took advantage of. But I don't hear anything about what their sentences are because it doesn't make big. we got to go to break. Yeah. We, we, we come well, back. We want to talk more about this. Okay. we got a few seconds. But what I wanted to say is that um, that the proctors are going down and that they're delaying their sentencing until they get all these other people done. And then they're going to get their sentencing because they still have to potentially testify. So they're going to get theirs. But it all comes down. They're going to get theirs. Yeah. And you'll get more of your radio law talk. If you'll stay tuned, we'll have much more for you coming up right after this on your favorite radio station and, of course, on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So we're talking about the college admissions scandal and how one couple, the, the couple who had split residences. One lived in New York, the other in Aspen. The wife lived in New- in Aspen, Colorado with their daughter, who was the one that they greased the skids to get a better score on the ACT college admissions test. Breaking news of sorts. It came out, let's see, this, the news report we're looking at. I don't know which one you're looking at. I'm looking at one from the San Francisco Chronicle that came out Oh, 7.30 last night, I didn't see this until now, the first individual to avoid jail time and get just a probation sentence. Yeah, his name is uh, Peter Jan Sartorio. Um, He's 54 years old. He's from Menlo Park. He's a businessman. And he was the eighth parents to get sentenced. And this is from the Washington Post, by the way. And he avoided it completely, even though he spent $15,000, same as Felicity Huffman. 
So it looks like that's a little different. He he um he had he paid to have the act test inflated, so the results inflated for his child. Ah. But I'm not sure. It doesn't really give a good description um, as to why he avoided jail. Maybe he knew the judge. <laughs> yeah, nothing like throwing out allegations there, right? Well, uh, <laughs> no, now, now, just just to say, uh, teasing, of course. Yeah, he's from he's from Menlo Park. Now, this sentencing is all taking place in Boston. So, uh, but yeah. I'm, the report I'm reading here said his daughter was in the practice tests was scoring in the 42nd to 51st percentiles. And so they paid to have somebody doctor the test, the proctor, and apparently she scored in the 86th percentile on her ACT, which nice. helps them out. Now, in all of these cases, the arguments have all been that the kids had no idea what yeah, was going on. That's true. And it it struck me as I'm looking at this. Just from a practical standpoint, what does it do to the parent-child relationship when the child then thinks and finds out, you didn't have faith in me on this test that you felt you had to go and cheat to get me in? You didn't think that I had the ability to do this? I mean, I, I wonder if that even comes up, especially in the case of some of these, like the Aspen, Colorado couple. The child apparently had no idea that this was going on. So she goes down to Hollywood, takes the ACT. The proctor doctors the score. She comes back. She thinks she's done this bang up job. If every if everybody is to be believed and she doesn't know what's wow, going I'm on. Wow, smarter than I thought wow, I was. Wow, I did yeah. great on this and not realizing, A, mom and dad actually paid 125,000 bucks to have your test score upgraded and now she finds out about it not in the privacy of her own home not in something that the kids go the parent later on in life and the privacy of their own home says look we knew you could succeed and we just wanted to help you out so we did this but you have since done everything else on your own and that's great they, they don't get the benefit of that they find out that mom and dad did not have faith in their scholastic abilities on the national scale with everyone Front else. Front page of the Chronicle with probably some paparazzi hanging out trying to get a shot of them and see the look of shame on their face if there is one. If ever there was a reason, if ever there was a reason for the prosecution of a case to occur not in the public forum but by keeping the identities secret, it is for the protection of victims that allegedly didn't know anything about it. I, I would think that this would be a case, but that wasn't what was followed. No, I don't. I don't think that this is a victimless case. Um, I think maybe that's what he argued because it, so they cheated on the test, but the child never got in, so they never took anybody's you know spot or something. That's what I'm assuming he argued. Um, but I don't understand why probation. That really does make me feel like there's a difference because he did nothing different than what Felicity Huffman did. Well, I, I will say this. Felicity Huffman gets got probation. And and th that's something that people. Often... Well, I don't mean probation. You know what I'm saying. Why well, he didn't he, get jail time? He didn't time. get jail time. Yes, and I don't know the differences. I, it would be even more egregious if folks, we, when we've seen this happen, where somebody in one state court gets X amount for the same type of crime, and then somebody in another jurisdiction gets something completely different, identical crimes but different jurisdictions, different laws apply, different states. This is all the same court, and it suggests to me that there's something we're not seeing here in the report. I mean, there's only so much that these news reporters can put in here. As a prosecutor, if I had a dime for every time I read a news report about a case that I had been involved in in terms of sentencing, where when you read the report, it looks like, oh, well, what the heck is going on here? And as a prosecutor, you're sitting there going, there are so many things I can't say about this because... You don't deserve to know, but trust me, the punishment fits the crime here. And given the fact that they're all being sentenced by the same judge, I would say in the same court, th there's got to be something going on that we don't understand, Well, that we, that we don't know. Was the crime here bribery? Is that what they got convicted of? I mean, what was fraud, the... Fraud and um, uh, something services. I always forget the, the beginning. It's like it, it's something services. I can't remember. Plus, um, uh, tax evasion. Um, tax evasion we get because they distributed to a charity they knew was not a charity. Correct? Right. Okay. Yes, if, if, if that's what they did, and then if that specific 
Act applied to them. Now, we have to bear in mind that in these cases, you've got... Honest services, sorry. Honest services. It was mail fraud and honest services. Okay, okay. And, and so not everybody did the same thing to get their kids into the school. For example, in these cases here with Felicity Huffman, the couple, the the Aspen, Colorado couple, and this individual from Menlo Park that we just talked about, those were all payments that went to proctors to alter ACT scores. With the Lori Laughlin case, that was a payment that went to a coach to provide spots for their kids on a athletic team for which they had no experience at all. So it was... It's the, really more fraudulent than anything else yes. because it, they, they actually created pictures and photoshopped their daughter's pictures on it so it's Laughlin's different because those girls had to know because they didn't they they knew they got a scholarship for the rowing team but they never showed up to row ever yeah they, they, they knew they weren't on the team and yeah. that's that's a that's a big one but there's there's a question that I hear from people a lot about this and it is it seems like the prosecutor, and the prosecutor in this case has even said that Lori Laughlin can expect more time. And he's talked about culpability, but they've also talked about how these other folks pled early, and Lori Laughlin is at this point saying, well, look, I want a preliminary hearing. I want a trial. I want to do these things. And those are all rights that are guaranteed people under the Constitution. And so from one perspective, it looks like somebody is being punished for exercising a constitutional right to a trial. And, and that's the way it looks from one perspective. You're being punished because you want to go to trial. When I was a DA, I'd make an offer on a case. And then when the person went to trial, if they lost, if, if the DA, if with the evidence prevailed, the court would say, what's the DA's recommendation? I always asked for more than what I offered. And then the defense would say, you're punishing this person for going to trial. And they're not because the, the idea in the law is if a crime is worth this much, and for those of you in Radio Land, which everybody, I'm holding my hand up around my eyes. Let's say 15 days. Let's say it's worth 15 <laughs> days. Okay. Well, you can, as a defendant, offer the mitigation. That means something in your favor if you accept responsibility at an early phase of the proceeding. If you want the discount, you have to agree early on. If you don't want the discount and you want to go to trial then you get the result at what it should normally be. So it's not that you're being penalized for taking it to trial. It's this you're willfully choosing not to take advantage of the discount. It's like asking for pretrial diversion after you did a trial and the jury found you guilty. Sorry, that force has left the barn. Right. So there's a lot of strategy when you're a prosecutor, um, even as to timing of who you um, arrest and who you charge first and all of that. And that's a whole different topic, and that's a very good discussion that we need to have. We're coming up at the end of our first hour. When we come back in the next hour, we're going to talk about something that happened with some of Rudy Giuliani's associates coming back from uh, Europe and how what Denise just said may play into that. So stay tuned with Radio Law Talk. And if you want, call us, 855-LAW-RADIO. We'll be here. We're grateful you've taken the time to listen to us on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and at radiolawtalk.com. Don't forget, you can stream past episodes on Radio Law Talk. Every episode categorized according to topic, all on Radio Law Talk. We'll be back. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.